Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of our news show for the Game Raiders. Uh, pretty much we were tired of talking about a topic, and, <laughs> and then literally the next day, or like two days later, a big news story breaks about the topic. Yeah. So we did. <laughs> yeah. Like so twice. I, yeah. yeah. Resident there. Evil was the no, first it was, one. No, it was Cyberpunk. And Star Wars. Yeah, and Resident Evil also. Remember we went back and re-recorded stuff? Did, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so it's happened three times. <laughs> yeah, three times out of nine shows nah, we've done. So we decided now to do a a weekly episode, uh, probably shorter than normal, probably like 20 to 30 minutes in length. Yeah. And just kind of weekly wrap-up. We record at the end of the week and post at the beginning of the week. So If there's any news, there might yeah. not be. There's a lot of dead time. Yeah. So it's been pretty bit. It's been pretty busy this past couple this week though. It's been pretty. Yeah, bumpy. last couple of weeks have been really crazy. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I'm Sergio, and then I'm the lovely person here reading me the news today is gonna be good old Drew. Hello, I will be your reader for this evening. Let me allow me to read to you. <laughs> Let me. He's he's gonna he's gonna talk sweet sweet nothing into your ear, baby. <laughs> All right, Jay. So what was our first big news story for the for the week? Um. Okay. So yeah. So this is in kind of order of I guess like I, in my opinion of which one I feel like is the most important. But yeah. Hold so the, hold on. Can I guess? Yeah, you can. I mean, you can guess. Have you not even? Did, I have not looked at the document. The, Okay. And I look at the document. Yeah. I'm going to say that the very first is Resident Evil 8 Village, because that's the thing you're most hyped about. Ooh, you're wrong. Damn you're it. wrong, son. No, the f most important news is the return of Lucasfilm Games, baby. It was a toss-up between those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, so if, you, uh, if you've if you been living under a rock, I don't know, or just don't pay attention to gaming news... Um, yeah, Lucasfilm Games is coming back. Lucasfilm Games was the original name of the division that would then become known as LucasArts uh, that was responsible for handling a lot of the... Um, so they originally started as doing the point-and-click adventures like you know Monkey Island and Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis and stuff like that, uh, Maniac Mansion, and then uh, also started doing a bunch of Star Wars games you know, during like the uh, late 90s, uh, early 2000s. And uh, you might remember that Disney canned them shortly after they acquired Lucasfilm to pursue a 10-year exclusivity deal with EA. But now uh, that exclusivity deal is running into the last year of uh, operation, and apparently we're, we're getting a whole new uh, revival of Lucasfilm games to uh, handle uh, the future of uh, Star Wars and other Lucasfilm property uh, like islands coming back. Yeah, so like there, we who knows? I mean, it could be it could be anything. Um, but yeah, so they're gonna be handling the publishing of these games, and um, you know, the only ones we kind of know about right now that are are going down are an open world Star Wars game that uh, Ubisoft Massive, uh, the team that does most of the work on uh, Division and Division Two. Uh, they're going to be handling uh, development on that. And then we're also getting an Indiana Jones game from Bethesda 
Uh, Xbox exclusive. Well, yeah, we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> it might be an Xbox exclusive. But, um, yeah, those are the only kind of titles we know that are in the works uh, right now from them. But uh, who knows? And, uh, you know, obviously they're still going to continue to work with EA even after the exclusivity deal expires. Yeah. Uh, presumably on Jedi Fallen Order 2, you know? Yeah. My, <clears throat> my assumption is that I think obviously I think Disney was disappointed how EA was handling mm-hmm. everything with like Battlefront, Battlefront Two, yeah, uh, and you know they kind of dropped the ball. So, and at the same time, it's like they got a ten-year deal, but the first like three years of the deal was developing one game or mm-hmm. developing games and then canceling like three of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. so. And they're giving kind of super massive a head start. Like they can start working on the game right now. While mm-hmm. EA still has their deal, and then once their deal ends, they already have a game, you know, close to being finished that they can just release. Yeah. Well, not only so, that, but just like getting having it be like the property of Star Wars be available for more studios to work with, as opposed to just studios that are that fall under the EA banner. Yeah. Is sure. just going to be. It's just going to mean we're going to get way more Star Wars games than we would if it was still yeah. just just EA, EA developing them. Yeah. yeah. So Drew, what would be your like dream studio and your dream Star Wars concept game? Oh, I really I mean, I know this is kind of rumored and I know this is like I don't know how many people actually want this to happen. I really really I don't want like a Knights of the Old Republic three. I don't need Knights of the Old Republic three, but I just I want another good like Star Wars RPG. Like please give me another good Star Wars RPG. I don't even it doesn't even need to be Bioware. I don't think they're the same company even that yeah. develops. It's not even it's not even the same company that developed the original Knights of the Old Republic. So I don't even think it would feel the same coming from them now. I think. If I was gonna give it to any studio that of my choice. Man, I I think I'm tempted to go with Obsidian just because, A, I mean, they've already developed a Star Wars RPG in the past. They they did Knights of the Old Republic 2. So they, they're familiar with the IP. They're familiar with how this kind of game would run or, or in a sense, would run. Um, and... I don't know. They're just they're just on fire. Like I mean, I love Obsidian. Like uh, fucking Outer Worlds, Fallout New Vegas, Pillars of Eternity. Like I can't wait to see what they do with their new um, RPG. Uh, Avowed. Avowed. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with that. Um, so yeah, I think if I was gonna give it to a company, I think I'd give it to Obsidian. I would want uh, ID Software, ID, to do just like a boss of the wall shooter. Like in a, the world like of a Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's what that's what Dark Forces kind of was, but yeah. yeah. But I want it like I want it in the in the ID engine. I want like like super bloody. Yeah, like I want to be able to, like to rip a rip a a, a Wookiee's head off. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like it would be cool. Like imagine if you did like a game where like you were a um like a bounty hunter or something, and you like yeah go on these like massive shootouts or whatever. That'd be so sick. I, I think that's what we need is we need another like well I would really love to see like them maybe not necessarily bring back the exact project with the exact team but I would like to see them maybe draw inspiration from maybe some of those canceled projects like yeah. the 
like the uh, Star Wars Underworld game that was being developed by Level uh, 1313 and 1313. Yeah. And, um, you know, so some of the so I would like to see some of them, those maybe yeah. ideas come back. But not I would also love like a Star Wars horror game. I think something, you know, totally different. Oh, yeah, like, that could yeah. work. I, I mean, there's there again, there's a lot of potential here. And the fact that there will be more opportunities for more studios to develop more games means that we're i mean it, it, it's only going to benefit us in the long term you know yeah. as as like gamers you know it'll be back like when we were kids when there was like so many star wars games and most of them yeah. were, were okay but some of them are like gems yeah, like perfect exactly yeah. uh right. so yeah so uh that's that happened that was like basically uh like last sunday uh and and because like we recorded our our retrospective star wars episode and then that it was like oh okay. lucasfilm <laughs> games is coming back all right cool no. we literally just recorded this so um but that episode, yeah. that episode just went live too so yeah so check it out um all right so yeah so the next big thing that really happened in the last two weeks uh is the resident evil showcase uh, we got a little bit more information on really only Resident Evil 8 Village uh, uh, due to some other behind-the-scenes stuff that is going on with reportedly a Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, so we got some gameplay. Um, basically, it's, it's going to basically play pretty much like Resident Evil 7 with uh you know the first person's perspective uh you know there's a little bit more focus on guarding and um you know you still need to do those like focus shots where you kind of like take time between each shot and whatnot uh you're still gonna be playing as ethan winners um there are a couple of new additions that they're making to the game mostly with regards to they're bringing a lot of uh elements that are kind of inspired by re4 uh, like the inventory screen is is like as direct a reference you can get to the re4 like inventory uh, they're kind of bringing they're bringing over the the light crafting elements from like the re2 remake and re3 where you could kind of like combine gunpowder and stuff to make ammo yeah. well there's a merchant now too there's all yeah there's a new merchant his name is the Duke uh, you'll be able to buy and sell weapons uh, to him to and from him big boy. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a big old dude, and he's got he's got like a really cool like kind of vibe to him. I, I kind of dig it. Like he's just this big old like big old fat kind of balding dude who's just like <laughs> he's just like an arms dealer that like is selling you weapons because reasons. And he just kind of like lounges. He kind of lounges around and just does whatever the fuck he wants. It's pretty cool. Um. So yeah. So we got uh we got to look at that, and then uh they also talked about they revealed that the uh, the PS5 demo titled The Maiden, you can download it right now and play it if you have a PS5. Uh, the demo does not have any combat in it, but it's focusing uh, focusing more on the visuals and the audio. So kind of like more giving you a, a sense of the atmosphere yeah. and the, uh, like the art design and everything like that. Yeah, and you get to see uh, the big woman. Yeah, the, the big woman, yes. Yeah, she's like uh, eight foot tall goddess. <laughs> And then also you got the like the bug lady who looks like uh, Sarah Sanderson from Oh yeah Hocus from Pocus. Uh, yeah Hocus Pocus yeah there's a lot of memes yeah. going around right now man. yeah the memes are um, great my favorite's like 
It's like Capcom, you're making you're making a terrible horror game because you're just, <laughs> you're just making me scared. horny. Yeah, you're just turning yeah. me off, Capcom. <laughs> Uh, I love. I confirmed. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know, I love the, the <laughs> I love the designs. <laughs> I'm excited to play it. For um, lots for, I'm excited for the plot. If you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more excited for this than what they showed off later in the showcase. But yeah, this um, is the only thing worthwhile in the showcase. <laughs> yeah. Um. They did. They did mention also that a that a separate demo is going to be coming to all platforms uh, later in the spring, kind of closer to the. Uh, release date. Yeah, I wonder so, if it's just the Maiden again. I no, they said it's a different one. It's oh, so a different. It's not, not the Maiden. No, it's not going to be the Maiden. They said it. Mm -hmm. They specifically said it's going to be a separate demo from mm -hmm. the Maiden. Um, it reminds so, me yeah. like when they when they for RE Seven they did the demo mm -hmm. where you played as the the yeah the they put you reality played as, like, TV. a separate person yeah, yeah. Uh, that also got trapped by the Baker family yeah beginning hour or whatever the demo is called. Um, and also, uh, for PS4 earners, uh, you will also be able to play Resident Evil 8 Village. Uh, it's not just, it's not just a PS5 game. Uh, it's going to be a PS4 release on the same day as the PS5 well, version. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, this was, this was a, like, mo it was mostly focused on the PlayStation side of things, I will yeah. say in the showcase they didn't really mention they didn't really touch on the xbox stuff um but also ps4 users will also be able to upgrade their copy to the ps5 digital version for free so that's a good little bonus for ps4 users yeah um, they only they only do it because they're both japanese companies and they hate america yeah yeah i mean <laughs> who doesn't hate america am i right <laughs> um, we're different now we've changed we've changed um the big the big reveal, of course, during this whole thing was the release date for Resident Evil 8 Village. We finally learned that. So it's going to be dropping on May 7th, 2021. Uh, and you can pre-order the game right now uh, wherever you yeah. pre-order games at if you, if you want a, to do that. a Mr. Raccoon. Yeah, you can get a couple of little nifty items. And there's, there's, a, there's obviously, like, deluxe editions and stuff like that with extra items you can get. Um... The other main thing we got from this showcase uh, was, I, I don't even know what to call it, um, like a multiplayer, I mean, it's a multiplayer only game like Overwatch. called Reverse, which is basically, you play as some of the classic characters from the series in like, multiplayer death matches, I guess, or... You know something like honestly, we didn't really get too much of a good look at it, but well, yeah, the one thing like a, a map where you're on, you just everyone's a different character. One person they can be the Mister X, so one person can be Leon, one person can be <laughs> uh, Jack from Resident Evil Seven, one person can be Claire or Jill, and then you guys just yeah. shoot each other. Yeah, you basically the one thing I did notice is that when I think the Leon model like died or whatever, they turned into like a nemesis. So yeah. I'm I'm guessing there's some sort of mechanic where you can like become these like really infamous like bosses or monsters from the series. Uh, I will say the graphics didn't look great. Uh, I don't know if it was just the filter or yeah. if yeah, that's actually like... just how it looks, but didn't look great. Uh, I'm not really super excited about this. Um, but the one thing I will say is that. 
it's not going to be like a super paid thing. Like you're just going to get the game for free if you buy Village, which yeah, assumedly if yeah, if you're going to buy something, you're going to buy Village. So yeah, you'll just get this game as like bonus essentially. Yeah, and not play it. Like I, I barely touched Resistance when I got RE3. Yeah, and Resistance was terrible. I don't know why they keep trying to do make these multiplayer I things work? But they did now. the same thing with Metal Gear Solid, but now I mean that wasn't this. Capcom. I would gladly go from Leon to the grandma character at my loadout. <laughs> when I die, I would turn to grandma. Uh, what, yeah, E or whatever her name is. Yeah. Eve or something, yeah. Yeah, I don't I know. I just call her grandma. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was the Resident Evil Showcase. Um, I guess the next kind of big thing uh, that I want to touch on was the cyberpunk uh, the apology that we got from CB- CD Projekt Red co-founder. We're sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, so no. Marcin Erwinski, I, th- I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, so he's the co-founder of CD Projekt Red. He basically uh, hosted an apology video uh, that was like published on all of their social media sites and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, essentially this was like their they were trying to talk to the people who were upset or not satisfied with the release of cyberpunk 2777 tongue tied. Um, so he basically came out and, you know, like, you know, he just stood there and said, Hey, I want to make it clear. This was, this was mine and the board's decision. This was not, on the development team or anybody like who actually worked on the game like this was not yeah i figured their decision this was this was all on us which i mean yeah i mean it's but it's nice to like that he you know acknowledge that i guess in some way i know i know a lot of people are probably gonna be like oh it's like you know of course they're just trying like now that everybody's mad at them they're just trying to like you know backpedal and try and fix things but i mean it's like I mean, yeah, you kind of he kind of has to acknowledge the fact that yeah, this was like they rushed the game out, like you know, and I think that's I think that's big of him, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he he basically spent a large part of the video apologizing for the state of the game and trying to kind of uh, explain some of the decisions and some of some of why the how the game ended up the way that it is. Uh, essentially in some of the releases, like especially the the last gen, like the PS4, the Xbox One releases uh, that like we've talked about. Um, and then he essentially laid out a timeline or plan of like how they're going to fix the game, essentially. And he they basically address the fact that they're going to be, you know, working on fixing this game for the next couple of months um so he uh he did say that patch 1.1 should already be available for you guys to download if you do have that uh, if you do have cyberpunk and patch 1.2 will be coming in a couple of uh, in a couple of weeks down the line here um this should i think these are the like the two main patches that they're really trying to get the majority of the bugs and the glitches and everything like that worked out. Um, 
and they're gonna have i think they're also gonna have like a couple of like little smaller uh updates uh like between now and the summer i guess yeah uh and uh so once once that's like once the um damage control is basically taken care of uh they're going to dedicate the rest of 2021 to working on getting the free dlc and the uh free next gen console update for the game pushed out so that's gonna be the remainder of uh 2021's uh cyberpunk kind of update timeline yes yeah. uh, at least for the be... foreseeable future yeah. game's not gonna be good until probably july yeah so um if you really like i would recommend if you're if you still want to play cyberpunk if you're interested in it i would say maybe wait until like the springtime maybe to pick it up and after those two big patches get pushed out and then pick it up uh and then you'll start to you'll get to start enjoying some of that free dlc when that starts rolling out as well so um but yeah i mean it it uh you know at least they said something you know because because <laughs> the because the problem is the, the one of the big problems was their uh you know either lack of communication or inconsistent communication you know essentially uh during the launch so you know um at least they said something <laughs> is the way i look at it uh do you have any like other thoughts on that or they screwed the pooch and i think they lost all their goodwill they built over the past like 10 something years it's probably just yeah. gone it's like, unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, hopefully they can write the ship. I would still like to play the game eventually um, and, you know, see, you know, explore all that Night City has to offer. So hopefully they can, hopefully they can write the ship. Um, so the next thing we got here is, uh, this was just something I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, so Sony Santa Monica is working on another project that's separate from God of War Ragnarok, which is also, which is coming out this year. Um, but, uh, they've got another project in the works and we don't know a whole lot about this. Like it's, it's pretty, they haven't revealed anything. It's pretty secretive right now, but, um, currently they're looking for an experienced art director to kind of, you know, work on the design of the game and we don't really again we don't really know much apart from the fact that it's going to involve uh you know designing characters and creatures and you know sony santa monica is apparently hoping that this game will be genre defining uh quote hmm. so i would have I mean, the game uh, alana's working on i yeah it might be it might be honestly um so uh yeah but this is like their other next project i guess after ragnarok gets released uh i'm i'm very excited because uh, i love i love their take on god of war so i'm very excited to see what this is going to be um so i hope we learn something new but i just thought that was interesting because it's like it's like ooh, they got they got something else going in the oven huh mm. <laughs> <laughs> they got two buns in the oven they got two buns in the oven mm. um all right, so next we've got uh, so this year uh, actually this this is a this is a big year I guess for anniversaries and, and particularly twenty fifth anniversaries because Resident Evil is celebrating its twenty fifth anniversary, and also Pokemon is celebrating its twenty fifth anniversary this year. Um, so and to celebrate, Pokemon is apparently uh, you know collaborating with a lot of big names in the music industry 
and they want to create something <laughs> called P25 Music. I hate that. Um, which I don't... Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be some sort of, like, concert or... Uh-huh. like or an musical album. Or an album that they release, yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, that's an um, unfortunate title, though. P25. P25, yeah, I don't... I mean... It makes sense. I mean, yeah, but um, so, but but they're uh, so the headliner uh, that they're going to be uh, collaborating with uh, to kind of create the, I guess, playlist or set list of this of this program uh, is going to be Katy Perry. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I love Katy Perry. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, okay, that's kind of fucking cool. Like Katy Perry headlining a pokemon music program all right all right i see you i see you i think there's like, two ways they could they could have done katie perry or possibly lady gaga and those I think oh they, yeah lady gaga would also would have been great but uh yeah either of those uh either of those artists singing oh my god you know what either either katie perry needs to do the poker rap or she just she just needs to do the the theme song and i will be totally down uh but yeah, so uh, so apparently that's gonna be coming sometime this year. We don't know exactly when. We just know that it's it's currently being worked on for the 25th anniversary this year. Um, also, speaking of Pokemon, uh, more Pokemon news. Um, we finally got a release date and a new trailer for new Pokemon Snap. Finally. Uh, yeah, finally, yeah, this game has been like long requested in the Pokemon community, and it's finally about to be here um, on the Switch. It looks great, honestly. Um, not much. I mean, not much more to say than that. If you liked the original of like just taking pictures of Pokemon, you'll probably love this one because yeah, it's just it's just taking pictures of Pokemon in beautiful settings and looking yeah, great. I I love the original game. It's probably my favorite Pokemon game, and I think the Wii U would have been the perfect console to first oh, do this on. Yeah, definitely. And they screwed the pooch and they waited too long. They waited about uh, five years too late. <laughs> yeah, but I think also with the... There might be some cool functionality with the Joy-Cons, though, that they might uh, utilize. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, the main thing is that the game is coming, and it's coming on April 30th, 2021. So... Uh, springtime this year, we'll be able to take some hot beach pics of surfing Pikachu or, you know, uh, just, yeah, we're going to be, it's going to be great. Um, and you can pre-order the game also right now. So if you, if you want to pre-order. Yes, but you shouldn't pre-order any games. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do so cautiously. (laughs) We've learned our Uh, lesson, right, Drew? Uh, I might, I might pre. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cyberpunk got you, Dad. <laughs> I'm glad I waited on Cyberpunk. Yeah, me too. Um, I was like this close to pre-ordering it, and then this close to buying it. Same. Uh, speaking of pre-orders, everything just feeds into each other. Uh, here. So, um, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Again, um, don't pre-order. <laughs> The remaster is available for pre-order right now. Uh, this is the also long-requested uh, remaster of all three of the main Mass Effect trilogy games. 
uh, and then it's gonna have like all of the single player content um, from the from the three games. Uh, so no no Mass Effect three multiplayer, unfortunately. I I think actually the multiplayer. I think some people have said though it was pretty good, but uh, so it's gonna have only the single player stuff. Uh, plus all the DLC and all like the promo stuff. So like, hello, hello, hello. All right, you're back. Okay, it did it. Oh no, it's um, again. Okay, so where was I? Okay, so it's gonna have all the single player content from the uh, from Mass Effect One, Two, and Three. Plus all the DLC and the promos. So like all the extra weapons that you know if. If you only bought this at GameStop, you'd only be able to get, you know, this. Um, so it's going to have all of that in there. So literally the ultimate version of Mass Effect you could probably own. Um, and this will be dropping on uh, the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. But uh, Bioware has also talked about that the fact that, you know, if you have a PS5 or an Xbox Series X... You'll be able to play the Legendary Edition on those consoles with uh, what they call targeted enhancements, apparently. So, 4K, I guess, or ray yeah. tracing. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna look better on your PS5 and Xbox Series X. There you go. Um, we don't have an actual official release date, but you know the window that you'll be able to sort of. Uh, start to play is uh, around the spring of 2021, so kind of in that like maybe March to May time frame. Uh, look for, I guess, a release date closer to that time frame. Uh, and that was that's about the, all the major stuff that I found over the past couple of weeks. Um, Speaking of the Xbox yeah. news and the reversal. Oh well, yeah, I had the so I had the Xbox Live gold membership info in there but then i deleted it because they just reversed the decision yeah i think we should um, talk about it a little bit at least oh yeah i mean yeah we totally can um so yeah they originally said like xbox said that they were going to be basically um depreciating the annual like the yearly membership option for like new for for new investors in xbox live gold um, if you were, if you were a current member, you could, you could keep your membership the way it was, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't yeah, have this so in front of me anymore. Much, pretty much they were going to get rid, they're, they're slowly going to phase out the year-long subscription and go to six-month yeah. subscription for still $60. Mm -hmm. So then if you're just joining Xbox Live or if you're Xbox Live run, I think it was like after you renew it, you get one renewal of the same price. After that, it's gonna go the double. Basically, uh, you're, you're gonna okay. be paying $120 a year for Xbox Live. And this got like yeah. tons of backlash. Like it was literally like I think it was yesterday around like 10 that the, the news story came out that they were doing that. Uh -huh. And then last night at like 10 p.m., so 12 like less than 12 hours, they reversed their stance on it. And they're like, okay, we're not gonna uh -huh. we're not gonna raise our prices. We're gonna stay at 60 bucks for a year. And yeah. what we're going to do is now you can play Fortnite and um, some, some other games online that are only online without Xbox Live. So yeah. 
Xbox was the only one of like Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox that make you and that made you pay for an online service to play Fortnite. Yeah. So and now and they have... also. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. Okay. So uh, yeah, they also they basically kept kept it at the same price was the main yeah. thing. Like uh, you can you can continue to pay for your Xbox Live Gold membership. Nothing changes uh, for you price wise. Yeah. Um, was yeah. was the main reversal on the decision. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of it's kind of dumb because I think Xbox <laughs> has been slowly building back its goodwill, mm-hmm. just like working on it, yeah. just like okay, we're, we're we're doing this, we're doing this, and then like in one decision. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, I get if you have to raise like the price for Xbox Live hasn't raised since like the end of the 360 era. Yeah. And uh i think that was back when even like playstation 3 was still was like free right they had the free playstation live or whatever uh yeah when you were on ps3 yeah yeah and then uh and they haven't raised it since then right so then playstation mm-hmm. went into paying you because i think they needed to start people to pay so they could afford to i mean yeah servers cost money like... yeah well servers <laughs> cost money but then also they were like getting hacked constantly and going down like all the time yeah so they had to, you know, pay for more like security features or whatever. So then they started making go pay. So it's been sixty dollars for like almost a decade, if not a little bit longer. And so like I understand if like okay, we're raising our prices, we're gonna raise it like five bucks, ten bucks, mm-hmm. even twenty, like eighty dollars. But no, they're like we're doubling our prices. It. <laughs> yeah, but also, but we were talking about this the other day as well when like the decision initially came out, and. Like it, it honestly, like the whole, um, you know, transferring your Xbox Live Gold membership to a Game Pass Ultimate membership is really not a bad deal because you're just paying fifteen dollars a month for both uh, Game Pass and Live. Game Pass and Xbox Live, and that's like uh, it came out to be like hundred and eighty dollars per year. Yeah. That's like three games. That's a fucking steal. Like, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah, it sucks if you don't want Game Pass, but like... Why wouldn't also, you want why Game wouldn't Pass? You want game- yeah, exactly. <laughs> why would you not want Game Pass? Like, Yeah, and you get ga- new new Xbox games day of release. So yeah, like, exactly. Why like, wouldn't you want to... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if PlayStation were to do something like that with PlayStation Now, where they would have... Like, we'll have got, got a War Ragnarok drops... Odd day it comes out on PlayStation Now. Yeah, like yeah, if they had it day of release and then they were just like, here it's like, like fifteen dollars a month or whatever, for even just PlayStation Now, they don't even have to include live or not live, uh, PlayStation Plus with it. But even if they just did PlayStation Now and had day of release games on there instead of like, I don't know, waiting two fucking years before putting a game on there, then that'd be fucking great. <laughs> you know? And they would have a real, like, gold mine on their hands the way that Xbox does with Game Pass. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, it, it actually wasn't even that bad in the long run if you just, you know, made the switch. Yeah. yeah, if you just made the switch to Game Pass Ultimate, um, it, actually, it actually wouldn't have been that bad. But I guess enough people, there was enough outcry from the community, and they were like... Well, I guess we'll just, you know, turn it back. Which, I mean, fair enough. You do you, Xbox. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, because with with Game Pass, there's no, 
it's monthly. There's no you can't do I want six months of Game Pass. I want a year of Game Pass. It's, right. Yeah, yeah. It's just on a per monthly basis. But yeah. Um. So yeah. So that was the news. The major news for the weeks of uh january 11th through january 22nd uh a lot of a lot of i mean yeah a lot of big stuff the the main things were the lucasfilm games the resident evil showcase and the cyberpunk 2077 apology yeah. um so yeah it's been a pretty busy couple of weeks um a lot of it was a lot of stuff to digest and yeah. like you know because and and i mean it got me excited. Like, the Lucasfilm games especially, like, got me excited. I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was big. So. Uh, all right, well, yeah, guys, thanks for thanks for yeah. listening. Uh, Drew, thank you for gathering that news for us today. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, you know what? I honestly, I think I'm just going to go into journalism, if that's okay. I think <laughs> I'm done with the podcast, honestly. Yeah. I've been, I've been feeling pretty tired, and uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take some pictures of Spider Man or something. I don't know, and sell them to J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> You're bringing the ethics back in game journalism. I, 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 if there's a word that's synonymous with Drew Racer, it is ethics. Okay, let me tell you. Um, uh, yeah. So where guys. can um, where can our our lovely audience find us, Sergio? Where can oh, they you go? Can, watch you can find us on uh, on Facebook. Uh, where we post our Drew posts little tidbits mm-hmm. and throwbacks. Yeah, uh, go check it out. It's great. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter, which I actually have not seen our Twitter, so I don't know what Drew posts on Twitter. Uh, pretty much the same thing I post on Facebook, except it's for a Twitter audience. So hey, if you're only on Twitter uh, or you're only on Facebook, you still get the same stuff. Hey, yeah, and we're all on on the Game Raiders Pod. Same with uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and yep. on YouTube. Yep. Um, as well. Uh, needs to update our YouTube page with I do. I do. Oh, I keep. I'm, I'm so falling behind. <laughs> just, it takes forever to render because it's like an hour and a half of just audio rendering. Um, and our next episode coming up is a. I think it's a banger. Oh, Drew, it's gonna Drew be talks about the history of GameWorks. If you guys are for GameWorks, that's pretty cool. And oh, we got no, some GameWorks is coming up next. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we got some cool stuff down the pipeline. Uh, we're gonna do a Kingdom Hearts special. Yeah, so baby, that's what I was going to make the simple and clean joke, but I jumped the gun, because <laughs> that's what I'm about. So you, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up for you guys. Yeah, so. it's going to be great. Thanks, thanks for listening. You know, there's probably, like, I think we have, like, 50 subscribers or something like that, which is pretty neat. Uh, well, hopefully we keep growing yeah. that fan base. Like that, hit that bell, like the subscribe, yeah. you know, <laughs> all yeah. that good stuff. Pass this around. Give us to your friends. You know, we're okay yeah, being used like that. Good way, not like, you know, yeah. herpes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Later's.